This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Well, make it so, number one. What? These aren't the droids we're looking for. In an insane world, it was the sanest choice. Silencio Bruno. That's my axe. Hey, fellas. Either one of you know where the Smithsonian is? I'm here to pick up a fossil. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Geeks out on Joy 94.9. You're going to need a bigger boat. I am Miranda Sparks, joined by Clayton, Tamsin, and Haley. Right now, we're going to be talking Ghostbusters Afterlife, the new threequel uh, directed by Jason Reitman, starring McKenna Grace, Finn Wolfhard, and Paul Rudd. We have a quick trailer for you right now. This is Ghostbusters Afterlife. You're a great mom. I don't know. I'm fine with Trevor. But with Phoebe, she really keeps me on the outside. That's normal. She's an awkward, nerdy kid. Maybe a new home can be an opportunity to start fresh. I just wish she'd get into some trouble. There's still time. What are you doing here in Somerville, anyway? We're completely broke. And our grandfather left us this creepy old farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. Your father wasn't much of a homemaker. He could hardly keep the power on. You're saying he left us nothing? Well, I wouldn't say nothing. You went with the station wagon? It's the only one that had an engine. What is happening here? Somehow, a town with no fault lines is shaking on a daily basis. Maybe it's the apocalypse. Egon came out here for a reason. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? Oh my god. You guys hear that? Something's coming. The whole city took the walking dead. I love that line so much. Now, if you hadn't quite picked it up from the trailer, Ghostbusters Afterlife follows a down-on-their-luck family as they move into an old homestead inherited from an estranged patriarch after his death. They unknowingly step into the Ghostbusters legacy and a chain of events that could end all life on Earth. Dun-dun-dun! This is a very charming set of characters here. Haley. You and I both agree that McKenna Grace as Phoebe is an absolutely fantastic character. I want you to tell me, tell me why. Because she's such a sympathetic and understanding depiction of autism, I think. Um, it's just, it's so wonderful to see uh, autistic people displayed on screen in such a way where 
where you identify where, where meant to identify with them and not be kind of alienated with from them from the screen like even like love on the spectrum when you watch that show mm. um you're kind of alienated from those uh characters not characters of these people it's like kind mm. of like a this is autistic people this is what they're like but you're a neurotypical and it's like well i'm not i'm not a neurotypical <laughs> i need a character i can relate to here's phoebe and we're just like yes, instantly understanding. It's just such a great depiction. I'm Phoebe Spengler. It's such a thing. We're we're alienated with her, not mm. alienated by her. Exactly. Which is it's absolutely wonderful, especially from again, you know, neuroatypical viewers like you and I, Tamsin. You and I had a chance to watch this together yesterday. I know. What's what's your feelings walking out? Oh, look, you you saw me and said, do you need a tissue at the end of it? I was, <laughs> you know, I am an 80s child. I saw this live in the cinema in 1984 in far north Queensland on the Atherton Tablelands and, you know, requested Ghostbusters through the <laughs> radio so we could record the Ghostbusters theme song on a tape deck. You know, I'm there for it because it... it, it got the 80s child without overdoing it and then brought in such beautiful new characters into the journey so it's fantastic so it hit the right nostalgia beats for you as well clayton just tell us Uh, look i I am neurotypical but i actually still related to phoebe the most out of anybody um because i such a charming she is so charming and i really have that whole suppressing emotions things that she talks about not suppressing necessarily but showing emotions in different ways and i have that as well mm. like even as a neurotypical person so i was loving those lines about her emotions because i just saw me and it was so nice what, what i saw the most in her i think is the fact that uh, she'd been rehearsing all of these cheesy horrible jokes <laughs> <laughs> i actually heard groans from the audiences as she's telling some of these jokes like, like i will repeat one right now what do you call a fish with no eyes no eye fish <laughs> <laughs> I laughed way too hard at Yeah, the, me, me too. I, wait, I was, wait for the hamster and cigarette. <laughs> that was my favorite. There, there are so, like, she tells so many daggy jokes in that, and, and she's just so charming, and McKenna Grace just steals the show um, in this film. Another beautiful nerd here is Logan Kim, who plays Podcast. Is just yes. such an amazing character. <laughs> he is just a perfect foil, not foil, but like, he just plays off so well off McKenna Grace, and they, they're such a great. Not couple, but just they have a great relationship. They are, they are Egon and Ray. Yeah. For, for this generation. <laughs> Science partners. <laughs> now, I, I do want to say that there's been talk of a Ghostbusters 3 for the better part of forever. And that doesn't include the, um, I want to say it was a, a PlayStation 3 game. It was all across multiple platforms. Across multiple platforms that had the original cast get together again um, to do a, a first-person shooter type type game. Yeah, it was like you busted F- ghosts. FPS-ish. Plus, you know, we also had uh, the Paul Feig reboot of a few years ago. But this is the the third that can, um, cinematic. Mm. production that follows in that original canon. Oh, and don't forget the animated series. Animated series doesn't follow the movie canon. Oh, okay. Now, it's the first film that generated the most hype and the animated series. It's been debatable about, mm-hmm. you know, whether 2 was one of the great films. Like, there are people <laughs> who either love it or hate it, and yet it still kind of has that religious level appreciation by some. But, uh, you know, you fully expect a film like this to be a pure nostalgia cash-in, you know, where they brought back the old cast and they're back in the saddle and they're doing their thing. 
But I was surprised by how heartfelt this was because this was essentially a love letter um, to Harold Ramis, who played Egon. And this was all about, you know, you saw it through the script, if you know the whole story, about how much his friends miss him. And it's just it's it's a proper continuation of the story without having to steep ourselves back into the status quo, which which I found, you know, really, really refreshing as well. I was also refreshed by the fact that the film is directed by the son of the original director as well. So Jason Reitman directed this and that's fantastic. They've got all these little sort of threads of beautiful um, nostalgia throughout it all. Mm. I mean, and it's just got, you know, some, some really cool family depictions as well. And just, you know, talking about, you know, complicated intergenerational. I'm not sure what the word is. I'm trying to look fantastic and capable mum too. Like (laughs) she's she's great. Like not always something I love about mums in stories, but this one does it really well. Yeah, you know, even her like her resentment toward her father is fully understandable. Oh yeah, that's that's you know, but I'm I'm not sure how much of that is uh, is is spoilery. Yeah, I really do want to say that I loved the action in this film as well. Uh, In so many remakes, like you know the action or. In sequels, you know, the action is, you know, a, b- a bit lackluster, but we got this really great ghost catching car chase scene going through the town. I was on the edge of my seat during this. I was, I w- I'm, I'm going to be honest. I got a little distracted during that entire scene because I was watching it. And I was like, they're replicating all the old, like, special effects they did for that original film. Everything seems, at least appears to be done exactly the same way they did it back in 1984 with like the, 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 proton packs and everything like going off i was just sitting there being like this is fantastic practical effects in 2021 like, <laughs> I, I must have died and gone to heaven this is fantastic not a cgi'd in sight so good i mean you know there, there was a fair bit of cgi I it mean, was it yeah. was but i was like brushing that aside just paying <laughs> not a, no attention i mean you know it did it did capture the the effects feel very very much but you know, plus we got some some new gadgets in there the oh, fact that so ecto one the the ghostbuster mobile i guess you call it has that gunner seat that pops out yeah. now and a ghost car? a ghost trap drone that's some cool little, like rc card you just oh, so fantastic. And then a big tech twist at the end as well, like, you know, which is just, oh, oh, so good. There's a couple of things I think we need to mention. Well, I want to mention because the, the, the film wasn't perfect. So I just mm. want to say, um, I felt like the pacing was a little bit off in some parts of it. It just felt like it dragged a little bit. Yeah. Um, that was for me, but I, I find I get bored quickly. Like, <laughs> we, like we just be. Also, um, Finn Wolf. Wolfblood? Finn Wolf- Wolfhard. Oh, thanks. Um, he felt like he didn't really have much to add to this film. Like, he, the film would have been absolutely fine without him in it. I, I, think, I, I think didn't he was dislike just, him at all. But I think he was supposed to be the relatable teen boy, mm. kind of. Yeah. What have you. I think he's kind of playing a similar role to what Bill Murray did in the original. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, but they're like, we don't really want to focus on a Bill Murray-esque character right now. Let's focus on... The Phoebe and, and her journey. I mean, um, Peter Venkman's relationship with women is something that has been called into question mm. uh, over time. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be... It's a reasonable question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's um, we see a bit of that mm-hmm. in this film as well. So I want to get some final thoughts. Are folks who've never seen Ghostbusters 
able to walk into this film and completely understand it? Or is this something that's purely for the long-term fans? Long-term. Oh, I reckon you could. I reckon it was enough was explained that you could walk in quite happily with the family, with the parents being nostalgic and the kids coming in brand new. And if everyone would get a piece. I really like the flashback form. No, I do like that too, but I just feel like there's so much to this story that you needed to have known something. Anybody else have a different? Haley? I mean, if you're, if you're an adult and you've never seen Ghostbusters, first of all, like, who the hell, hell, <laughs> heck, heck, who the heck are you? <laughs> Two, um, you, you're probably going to get a little lost. But if you're a parent and your kid's like wanting to see Ghostbusters and you, this is a perfect kind of introduction point. And then you can be like, let's go back and watch the old films. And Phoebe is just silly fun as well. Again, McKenna Grace as Phoebe Spangler. Ah, my whole heart. In 10 seconds or less, I also want to say this is not actually for young children, this film. (laughs) Um, I went to a screening with lots of young children. There are people who, um, are physically harmed in ways that young children should not watch. Um, and there's a lot of swearing. So yeah, it's not for swearing? There is. Over 10. Yeah. Yeah, over 10, I'd say we'd be fine. Okay. If you want to catch Ghostbusters Afterlife, it is in cinemas now. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.